0: Yeah. Good evening, my name is Colea, my pronouns are they, them, there.
1: And I'm Everett, my pronouns are he, him, his.
0: Awesome, and this episode is self-care as a bartender, so thank you so much, Everett, for joining. Um, All right, I told you I would not tell you, so I've decided what the icebreaker question is. It is, if you were a scented candle, what kind of scented candle would be? What would be your scent or your fragrance?
1: That's a great question. (laughs) Is it? Okay. I like that one. Okay. Are you stalling? Yeah. (laughs) I would be some sort of like fresh ocean scent, like
0: uh,
1: bergamot or like patchouli.
0: Okay. Okay. Bergamot patchouli. (laughs) I like that. Patchouli is surprisingly sweet to me. Why why would you be that? Um,
1: Because I feel like that's me and my energy. It's like this breath of like fresh ocean air. Or that,
0: that's how I feel about myself I guess that's excellent wow um right. that's a better answer than I think I can give <laughs> so out of solidarity I will just make some shit up I think I would be um sandalwood um because um I like sandals um uh, <laughs> And um, also because sandalwood does have a really like, um, have a really like stable and like uh, well known scent. And so I think that that can be a kind of a calming thing. And even though I'm not a particularly uh, chill person, a lot of people feel chill around me. Um, Yeah, that. And also, I don't know, I feel like I want another scent in there. Shit uh
1: you must have some earth in your chart
0: I do actually I do um have some earth in my chart I have very little fire like literally one fire one one tiny little fire very far away in my chart and I have a lot of earth um and cinnamon because it's good for you and it's spicy (laughs) <laughs> All right, so let's dig into the hard-hitting questions. Um, Everett, what is your, um, your part, your role, your job in the community?
1: Cool. So right now, I'm a freelance bartender slash entrepreneur. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, right now, I'm focused on cocktail kits, so I sell those to go. I also do pop-ups and private events
0: that's cool so you mentioned yeah. free, uh, freelance is that what you mean by like pop ups and private events like you don't ne- you're not necessarily working at one bar
1: exactly so I, there's been um, a lot of so probably I'd say shortly before COVID mm-hmm. um, I was dealing with a lot of obstacles just working in the bar industry as a black trans person mm-hmm. and so I decided to take a step away um, and focus on what felt more invested in myself and my journey. So I went back to school. I took a couple of business classes because I wanted to do whatever got me closer to opening up my own bar.
0: Okay. And so that's kind of the end goal. You're like having your own bar.
1: Yeah. That's my big boy plan.
0: That's nice. <laughs> that's, that's nice.
1: Okay. So all the work I'm doing now is, I guess you can say like leading up to that, like I'm building on top of, what I'm doing today to get there.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Thank you. <laughs> are you going to like um, CPCC or are you going um, some, some place online?
1: <clears throat> I went through, there's a city funded class um, through the student business, um, something or another like portal of campus oh, okay. is through UNC Charlotte's business center.
0: Gotcha, okay.
1: And it's like a four week course um, and it was really awesome. Like, they take you start to finish through, like, the whole starting your own business process.
0: Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. So,
1: I did that. Yeah, I did that this past year right before COVID.
0: Awesome. Okay. Yep. Um, and
1: COVID pretty much rocked the hospitality industry, right? Like, they were hit pretty yes. hard. So it actually actually ended up being a saving grace that, you know, my path just kind of took me that direction.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's something that I have kind of wanted to talk more um, people who are in like the food service industry um, and um, about just like what it's looked like since then. Because I mean, there was, I remember, honestly, pretty early on in, in COVID last year, there were a lot of businesses that were just shut down, like just completely shut down. Um, and a lot of them were bars, um, because, um, f- like no food. Right. Um, but it was just, it was kind of like really scary. Um, cause I knew a lot of people and I was formerly, like I mentioned before, someone who worked in the food service industry. I worked like at restaurants and I worked at like uh, coffee shops that, that served food. And so it was kind of just amazing in a bad way, just to see how, quick that shit shut down which i understand like sanitation purposes um but like business is closing just straight up closing not even like temporarily cuz the governor said so mm-hmm. um and so you're saying that you've, you you kind of lucked out um having already st- taken a step away and had a different plan in place
1: absolutely i was very fortunate um i'll be transparent with y'all i started working at a furniture store Mm. which wasn't necessarily affected, um, by COVID and all the shutdowns. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: I think it was interesting to see what was considered essential and non-essential as far as like businesses staying open. Um, I was certain, um, that my job was essentially not secure because I work, this is going to sound very hoity-toity and I just want you to know and everyone else to know it is not. Um, but I work in like the car industry um, and people weren't buying cars because they were fucking losing their jobs. <laughs> like, and <laughs> so, <out> of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, right. So it's just like, I was like, uh, but because of the company that I work for and because the owner of the company, it's a private company, um, is this really gracious, very old Uh, white man, he was just like, he did a lot and honestly lost a lot of money making sure to keep everyone on and making sure to pay us uh, properly. And I felt really fortunate, but I also was just kind of like, this is considered essential. Like our job was considered essential because they were like, people need cars. I have quotations up. People need cars and to get around. And um, we also have... uh, like mechanics, technicians. And so people need to have their cars fixed. And that's that was the justification. We were kind of like, okay. But, um, so it was interesting that like more food industry places were getting shut down, but we weren't. Um, and people were still buying $100,000 cars. It was, it still actually kind of blows my mind and I've done this for a while, so yeah. Um, So, um, as far as, like, your identity, um, how does um, being a, uh, I guess, a black trans man in the bartender scene um, inform your wellness and your self-care?
1: Just my experience as a whole has been, um, it's been challenging, for sure. Uh, Being black and trans definitely has it makes a, makes a difference for sure compared mm-hmm. to a lot of other folks in the industry. I would say the biggest one is um, just having the same opportunities, like being able to get into these spaces um, if they're safe, right? We gotta start there. Mm-hmm. And um, be able to exist, because we're not even living at that point, be able to exist within this space and, and then thrive. So I would say like it's been hard to check those boxes. There haven't been any spaces or companies that I feel like I would feel safe in or Mm -hmm. I would feel like that was a good fit for me.
0: Okay, can you talk more about what you mean by feel safe in a company? So
1: I would describe it as the type of atmosphere um, that reminds me of communist Russia you're afraid of what to say or you're or you're afraid that someone might hear you say the wrong thing Mm. that ends up getting you penalized um or potentially lose your job Mm -hmm. if it gets back to the powers that be right yeah so that's the hardest thing especially north carolina being an at will state i mean it really just becomes your word versus theirs
0: yeah most times in
1: restaurants there's not like an hr um HR group, there's not any kind of contract signed that protects you Mm
0: -hmm.
1: in those cases. So if whatever they say goes, there's not much you can do about it.
0: Yeah, that's, yeah, thank you for explaining that, though, because I think that's something um, that a lot of people hear in in North Carolina um, about, like, yeah, yeah, at will, whatever, you know, but, like, you're excited because you have a job. And then, but you don't really know how you're basically unprotected. Um, you're unprotected if they decide to fire you for being black and you can't fight against that because what's the case you have? Like, well, were you being black at work? Yes, I was being black at work. All right. Well, goodbye. You're fired, you know? And so, yeah, that's definitely, exactly. it's, it's um, honestly, it's really fucked up. And every time I, like anytime I've ever started a job, I'm just like, this is some bullshit and you know the employers are always like we would never fire you for any of these reasons but we can legally like it's just basically what they tell you and you're like yes that's not
1: we that's not what on paper you're getting fired for right it's right. always yeah uh performance related or yeah. like some other kind of jargon yeah.
0: yeah absolutely absolutely it's always something else it's never really just being like listen i'm racist okay <laughs> And I just wanted I'm to like fire you. For, I'm uncomfortable around queer folks for reasons that I don't want to say out loud. Yeah, so um, I didn't like that drink you made, so you're fired, you know? Or like I, you were thinking of being late one day, so you're fired, and you're like, that's some bullshit. Yeah. Um. So in in kind of um, having to tread lightly and maybe not feeling safe to be uh, to just work for a company, how does that affect, I guess, the way you, um, I mean, how does that affect like how you take care of yourself essentially?
1: Um, to be honest, I think that since deciding not to, um, work in like a regular bar, like commercial setting, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: my self-care has gotten a lot better. Um, like bartending five nights a week, Your sleep schedule is all crazy. You know, you're staying up late, sleeping all day and stuff like that. Like, I would say I probably ate, like, a lot of fast food. Mm -hmm. You're drinking every night. You're just constantly on the scene. You're probably not sleeping as much. Mm -hmm. Um, But then after that, I started drinking a lot more water. I got more active. Mm -hmm. Um, So self-care for me definitely looks like sleep. (laughs) 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 I love my sleep. Yeah. So... I make sure that I take, like, that day or two. I have no problems with taking an entire day to myself
0: mm-hmm.
1: and going into introvert mode because I, I'm my own best friend, I guess you can say. Like, I really love my own company.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's nice, you know, to just kind of, like, check out for a second, drink water, like, uh, binge-watching TV shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. And you feel like um, it's hard to kind of do that um, with what you were just how you were working and living before.
1: Yeah. I mean, is the job is a fast paced lifestyle, you know, like you're at work, but you're also on the scene, like you're in a social setting Mm -hmm. for 30, 40 hours a week. You're around alcohol, like you're around people like having a good time all the time.
0: Mm Yeah. I understand that. And you've kind of touched on this um, a little bit already, but um, when do you know that you need to engage in self-care? What are some signs that your body, your mind, your spirit maybe gives to you?
1: Headaches.
0: Mm. Okay. For are sure. there headaches from like fatigue, from dehydration, from I don't stress? Know, stress? Okay.
1: Yeah, um, actually, a couple of years ago, I experienced my first migraine, mm. and that was, um, like, offset by stressful situations at work, so, like, Thanks. confrontation with, like, other co-workers or dealing with those microaggressions, like, things like that, like, being in those situations, like, at that point, I started dealing with chronic migraines,
0: mm.
1: so that's definitely a sign for my body. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see, dehydration.
0: For
1: sure yeah your body has different ways of telling you that right yeah <laughs> yeah yep so those signs are always like no uh my hair which I'm kind of calling myself out a little bit
0: mm-hmm. need to
1: get it together
0: oh like it's not done
1: like I need to get like a retwist oh yeah, okay or get a haircut thing like when I just kind of look at my self-image and I'm like oh let me put myself together a little bit yeah yeah so those are the main tells for sure like my physical self and then how I keep my space, I guess you could say. Like if my house or my car start to look like they're cluttered, I'm like, oh, it's time for me to just like take a self day. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Do you feel like you're in tune to these uh, different signs and symptoms? For sure. Okay. I'm a
1: very self-aware person.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: I mean, we're not going to be here forever, you know? Like we have to love ourselves. That's how I look at it.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think like the how how um, fast you were with being able to say like, oh, headaches and (laughs) because of the stress (laughs) and like my space and like um, how I'm taking care of my physical body, I think that um, that that is a a good sign um, that you kind of know. How often do you think you get to the point where you're like, oh, shit, I need to like um, have a self-care day. I need to take care of myself. Before you, like, um, just do it. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I would say probably um, I at least try to have those check-ins maybe every, like, week to 10 days. Okay. But if anything, if I ever get that bad to where, like, I'm really not keeping up with myself and I'm like, oh, no, like, I really got to get myself together. Mm Mm-hmm usually something like big or monumental is going on around that time. Like I have a big event coming up or like my family has some kind of big celebration or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm usually pretty good about it. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, and you've kind of touched on this a little bit more, um, just things that you do to take care of yourself, but, um, how do you take care of your mind, your body, your spirit? Yeah. Um,
1: guess just continuing off of where we had last touched definitely sleep definitely Mm let me see um mm. i feel like i don't do anything exciting i'm trying to think
0: of (laughs) it doesn't have to be exciting It could be very, I mean, you, 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 started off with sleep, so I, I don't think <laughs> <laughs> it's okay.
1: Right? I'm like, um, yeah, I'm kind of boring, actually. Um, no, but seriously, like, uh, I am the most happiest, like, when I'm on the brink of discovery, like, when I'm trying to drink and I'm just, like, able to be creative, like, be mm. artistic. Okay. Um, especially if it's for the people I love, like, if my partner is here, like, I love that, um that chance for for her to be like oh wow like yeah your drink is really good Mm -hmm. like see see like that person's facial reaction change as they're trying it
0: (laughs) yeah that's That's neat yeah so I mean it sounds like being creative um specifically with like um crafting crafting beverages I wanted to sound really fancy when I said that uh instead of making drinks uh crafting beverages Um, Is a way that um, just makes you feel like you're maybe um, living and being in your element. Um, Would you say that that is more um, connecting with your spirit, more connecting with your mind?
1: Yeah, I have a lot of Sagittarius in my chart.
0: Ooh, what's it like to have fire? um, Wow. So
1: especially in my Mars, which is your planet of action, mm-hmm. um, the way that you assert yourself. And um, so for my place in being Sagittarius, I'm also a Sag- sun and creativity is like home for me, like just being around all that fire energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> um, any other ways that you take care of your mind, your body, your spirit? You mentioned sleep and making drinks, crafting beverages. Okay.
1: Um, other than that, I love going on adventures.
0: Okay.
1: It can be something as small as we just hop in the car and go to Cold Stone for ice cream. Yeah. Or it can be as big as booking a flight and like going to Puerto Rico next week.
0: With a mask on? Yes.
1: Yeah, I love to just like do, just be out and being adventurous for sure and like having new experiences. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's part of my self care.
0: You mentioned that um, you like to spend alone time, um, but that you also like to kind of do things with perhaps your partner or some friends. Um, do you feel like you're able to, um, do you feel like one is stronger than the other? Like, oh, I'm, I'm better able to take care of myself by myself or, um, a big part of my self care is spending time with maybe people who I love and, and care about. Uh,
1: I think the, I think I take better care of myself when I'm by myself. Because I believe that in order for me to be whole and to be able to be at my full potential, then I have to, like, put myself at my best. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. But I guess, like, in comparison, if I was going to take a shower, you take a shower to get clean, right? Like, mm-hmm. you, you know, you've got to get in certain parts. And if you take a shower with somebody else, you can't really shower like how you would if you were just in there by yourself. So, you, can't, you know, so, yeah. I think that's, like, I'm a big metaphor kind of person. <laughs> I love that
0: metaphor. I at first did not know where you were going. So that's why I was like, wait, why are we talking? Is that part of your self-care? <laughs> I got you now. I got it. I'm, I'm back on track. And that's a great metaphor. Um, thank you for that. <laughs> I was like, where is he going with this? Yeah. That's a good point, though. Um, I know that, um, so, I mean you mentioned, you know, lots of fire. And for me, in my head, as an introvert person who has one tiny little uh, fire, it's, I, I literally dug very deep in my chart and then I found it and I sent a screenshot to my friend. That's how proud, of my, proud I was. Um, but, um, I mean, do you consider yourself to be an introvert, an extrovert, ambivert? Okay, so plot twist. I also have a lot of Scorpio on my chart. Oh, you're okay. (laughs) I just want to say, and I feel like you and I have had a a conversation about this. I think that Scorpios are the fire signs of the water signs. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm going to say. Whatever you, however you interpret that, but uh, Scorpios be on some fire ass shit. And I'm just like, what is happening (laughs) i wasn't ready yeah (laughs) okay so you have you have a lot of scorpio in your chart as well um so how does that i guess um play into introvert ambivert extrovert
1: it's weird like i think the scorpio in me is very underlying like you have to see it to be like okay um i think it makes me more introvert like my experience with Scorpios, and I feel like it's a water sign trait in general, but, like, water signs are very, like, introvert, like, very shy, very, mm-hmm. like, I stay to myself. Mm-hmm. I'm selective about, like, who i lay close to me, kind of thing. And so, but the Sagittarius in me also makes me, like, very, I do really well in social settings. Like, I'm also, like, a people person, and I connect with folks. So, like, I prefer to be introvert to myself, mm-hmm. but in those settings, you would never know. Like,
0: okay. Yeah. Do you think that, um, do you think that part of the reason why you have those introverted tendencies, tendencies outside of, um, lots of, uh, water signs, um, is like a means of like self-preservation as an, is a means of actually taking care of yourself or do you think that you're just like naturally an introvert?
1: Um, a little bit of both. Okay. I guess when you put it that way, like um, I love being able to say it to myself, but then at the same time, like yeah, like it would um, it makes sense. Like it definitely explains why I prefer it because, like you said, it's a part of my self care regime.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. I feel like when I'm like having a time is when I can like better self care.
0: Yeah. Okay. And you, I mean, you did say, you know, showering alone versus showering with someone. It, it has different effects. <laughs> so that makes a lot of sense. And kind of um, on the inverse of that, um, do you think that um, it's because of the field that you're in where you kind of have to be, you know, charming and like a people person because tips, right? Because money. Um, and because <clears throat> that's how you get your, your product and your, um, yourself out there. Um, do you think that that's just a way that you kind of have adapted to make that happen? Or do you think that that is really is just because you have a lot of Sag- Sagittarius in your chart? Um,
1: I really enjoy helping people. Mm-hmm. Um, my moon is in Aquarius. I feel like I just told
0: everyone, like, my entire chart. Yeah, when's your birthday? Where were you born? What's your social security <laughs> number? I think I did that on, like, one of my very first podcasts. I, like, told, like, literally my birth time and my birth, like, <laughs> place. And I was like, fuck. Someone who, like, actually knows that shit can, like, just know all of my information. So you don't have to share too much about, like, your thing. You can just say... Scorpio stuff and Sagittarius stuff, but I do find it to be fascinating. And I, I wonder a lot about like nature versus nurture. And I think that this is kind of like, uh, uh, an argument or a discussion to have.
1: Yeah, for sure. I could see that. All right. So I just said that to say that I'm a big humanitarian, like I really enjoyed the hospitality and customer service aspect of it Mm -hmm. and being able to give someone something, um, just being able to make people happy makes me happy so um i would say that like yes i can be very awkward and so i have had to learn how to come out of my shell and not be so introvert Mm -hmm. for the sake of just the job but yeah i also do enjoy it as as awkward as i am yes i do still want to talk to you
0: okay (laughs) yeah i understand that i um as my my sun sign is is a pisces And, um, and I relatively recently in my life, um, probably when I was probably like two years ago, I think I realized (laughs) that I'm actually introverted. I thought that I was extroverted my whole life. Um, and so it's, um, made me think about like, what it means to be like, what it looks like and what it means to be introverted and why I thought that I was extroverted. And I realized I thought that I was extroverted because I do love people, right? Like how you were saying you love people. And like, it sounds like you love to kind of um, serve people and be in community. Um, and so I do love that stuff. But at the end of the day, for me, I, I like being by myself. Like I, and I'm drained by the end of the day, um, interacting with people. And whenever I was, um, more face to face, um, with, uh, like being a, a barista, um, I, whenever I was more face to face, I would come home and just be like, like, <laughs> just wanted to stare at a wall. <laughs> Cause I was so exhausted from having to put on the charm and like, And I was also like a a manager, so having to like manage my people while also managing the customers while also like, you know, my back hurts or I have to pee, but I have like 10 more drinks I got to make. And so like all that kind of stuff was like super draining. But then I realized that some people find that to be really exhilarating and exciting and like it just... Gets gives them more energy and so um silly me for thinking that i was an extrovert but so i always think it's fascinating to see maybe like what parts of our chart um kind of um how that how that manifests in our work life and in our personal life so thank you for sharing all that information about your chart um <laughs> 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 uh, yeah Okay. well um and then um so, what are some things that you need to improve on in your self care?
1: Uh, I definitely need to cut back on drinking.
0: Okay, drinking alcohol or just drinking, drinking not water? Yeah.
1: Okay. Drinking alcohol and drinking more water. Okay. Um. So I I use it as a way to come home and unwind. But at some point, I feel like your body just kind of has signs like, oh, maybe I should like ease up on that. And like mm-hmm. one of them is like being dehydrated.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you have um, a favorite drink that you like to use to unwind? <clears throat>
1: um, do I have like a preferred drink, like a go-to?
0: Yeah. Like, I mean, if there's like a certain concoction that you like to make or if it's just like a certain wine or Yeah
1: um if i'm home by myself just chilling my go-to is something brown just on the rocks or by itself okay so i like cognac a lot i like whiskeys i keep it fairly simple mm-hmm. um if i had to absolutely choose like a favorite cocktail it would probably be a manhattan just like more dark booze.
0: okay <laughs> what is a manhattan
1: yeah it, it, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's two parts whiskey Um, one part, sweet vermouth and a few dashes of aromatic bitters.
0: Oh, okay. (laughs) What is sweet
1: vermouth?
0: (laughs) Um, sweet vermouth
1: is a type of fortified wine. So that's when somebody takes a wine and it's either been like fermented or it's had, um, like malt grain based spirit, um, added to it to like sort to essentially fortify it. Like, um, they were first used to make the wines like stronger as like as a preservative.
0: Stronger, right? like yeah. more like a higher alcohol content?
1: Yeah. So oh, alcohol okay. itself is a preservative.
0: Uh huh.
1: And so when you add it to other things that may go bad, like, like wine, for example, or grape juice, that's how um, Vermouth was born.
0: Okay. So, wow.
1: Yeah. Sailors are trying to figure out how to keep, their wine from going to bed across long voyages, and so they would add spirit to it.
0: Mm-hmm. Hmm. And then That's they were pretty like, neat. oh,
1: this actually tastes really good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, wow, I learned more than I thought, and I still don't know. <laughs> that was really fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, now I wanna like be like, well, I know something about alcohol too. Um, I know where India pale ale comes from, or the, like, the phrase. No, you're not supposed to know, Everett. (laughs) No, I actually don't know. Oh, good. You were, uh, were, like, nodding your head like, yeah, I know. (laughs) And I was like, okay, well, I won't try to impress you with that random knowledge I learned whenever I was, um, a bartender.
1: (laughs) No, educate me. Where does it come from?
0: Okay. So whenever the white people um, were going to India, they um, wanted to find ways to like preserve uh, the beverages and things to drink. And so they basically um, figured out like a formula to preserve like beer. It's beer. Um, And um, because they were on their way to India, they literally called it India pale ale that's what an ipa is i cut some i cut some uh things out because i forgot the rest it's been a while but um i still think i did pretty good (laughs) good. (laughs) so you like to unwind um you're saying that you you need to drink a little bit less um because you use that as a way to kind of unwind from the day um and I mean I imagine that you probably drink some like in creating your your beverages like right creating your cocktails.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I'm around it and it's easy for me to make a tasty drink. <laughs> Yeah. So i was like ooh, I could just throw this together really quick. Yeah. It's,
0: like, crashable, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I understand that. I was I used to uh overdo it on coffee. I used to just I mean, I would be fucked up on coffee. It was absolutely absurd. I have anxiety already, and so like the caffeine in, in coffee is just it's ultimately it's too much for me, but I was like fifty or sixty percent of the drinks I was drinking in a day, like I would drink coffee and then I would drink a tea that had caffeine in it, and then I would drink coffee and then I would drink some water. And I would drink coffee. And it was just, I don't know, there's free coffee. And I like coffee. And so yeah, I understand kind of overdoing it on a beverage that you like and that you work with a lot. And I was also like creating beverages, like creating drinks and stuff like that. And so I was like, well, I made this whole drink, might as well just drink the whole thing. And, you know, fuck sleep, I guess. But um, okay. Um, Was there anything else that you feel like you need to improve on?
1: No, I think that pretty much nails it. Okay.
0: Um, and then what's something that you excel at in, self, in self-care?
1: Um, I'm proud of, and this might be, like, a little out there, but I don't know. Like, I'm proud of how I take care of, like, my actual body. Like, I feel like, you know, I stay moisturized. Like, I have healthy feet, which is, like, a thing. Okay. I don't know if maybe it's just, like my experience um but i feel like having healthy feet is like a is a thing in the black community
0: what do you mean healthy feet like you're not ashy like
1: (laughs) i feel like it's like normal for black men to not have good looking feet
0: Ooh, you're right
1: (laughs) or am i tripping
0: no you're right i just don't look at black men's feet maybe for that exact reason (laughs)
1: Shade, if there's like black men out there listening, I'm just
0: saying. (laughs) I I hope that I am throwing shade. Uh. (laughs) Okay, okay. So you're not gonna, you're like, I'm not gonna be this black man with some with some busted up
1: feet. Okay. (laughs) Absolutely. Like, I mean, I don't be rocking open toe shoes 24 seven. But if you do see my feet, no, like they don't repet. Okay. Not to mention, when you have a job where you're constantly on your feet, like, that's a thing. Yeah. You know, like, it can get brutal really bad if you let it.
0: Yeah. So do you get, like, pedicures or you just, you know, take care of your feet?
1: I do it myself now. I guess, like, I get myself pedicures one year for Christmas. My mom bought me one of those, like, bath, like, feet baths. Oh, yeah. uh, Like, bubbles. Those are nice. Yeah. Cool. Definitely a mom gift.
0: (laughs) 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 Right. Like would not have my son walking exactly. around here ashy. <laughs> you talking about your feet hurt? Right. Yeah. Well, mm. that's really that's a really sweet gift, actually. Um, okay. Is uh, there anything else that you excel at? I think that pretty much nails it. I'm pretty on top of it. Okay. I mean, from the from the sound of it, from earlier, it does sound like you're pretty on top of things, and you listen to the signs your body gives you. Um, mm. And sometimes, you know, we can't can't be like directly on top of them. But as long as you're like, oh, I have a headache. It's because I'm dehydrated then, you know, or it's because I'm under stress or something like that. Then I think that's like a huge, huge, huge thing that people do. So, awesome. Well, we answered the hard questions. Did you do um Now it's time for Manifestation Mash. <clears throat> um, so there are four different categories. The first one is geography. The second one is um, like, what do you want to do? And third one is home building. Fourth one is legacy. And you'll list four things that you do want um, in each category and then I'll eliminate, um, go through and eliminate them except for one in each category. And that'll be like your quote unquote life. So the first category is geography. Where would you like to live?
1: I would like to be in Barbados. That's one. Okay. I would like to be in New York. That's two. Okay. I would like to be... I would like to be in Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. And number four, I would like to be, I guess I would like to be right here. I definitely feel like I'm in the right place at the right time, right here in Charlotte.
0: Awesome. Okie doke. Next category is um, doing just what do you want to do? Career, life, whatever.
1: I want to have children, and I'm realizing that that looks differently, like, there's options for that, like, there's, like, mentorship, and kind of taking people under your wing,
0: mm-hmm. or, like,
1: having children of my own, but I just see myself as being, like, in some kind of parental figure. Okay. So, I want to have kids, I also want to, I want to open up my own bar, for sure, okay. slash restaurant. I actually want to open up a brandy distillery.
0: Ooh, brandy is really tasty.
1: It is. It, good brandy.
0: Well, I, I know I haven't had good brown, brandy, but <laughs> I've had cheap brandy and it's still tasty to me. It's so uh, good. It's like, it's like really well seasoned. It just tastes yeah. like Christmas. I just think it tastes like Christmas. Distillery. Okie doke. One more
1: and i want to open up I want to open up a men's urban wear store
0: men's urban wear store
1: yeah like a clothing slash shoe
0: store okay <clears throat> next up is home building what kind of structure do you want to live in
1: I like beach houses yes <laughs> I like mountain cabins yeah. and I like brownstones like city living type
0: mm-hmm
1: and then I also like like houses like regular suburb- suburbia <laughs> yeah
0: like a <laughs> like, mansion <what? clears throat>
1: yeah it doesn't even have to be as big as a mansion it could be simple like three to four bedrooms in a backyard or something like that
0: okay so suburban home yeah that's what i grew up in did you grow up in charlotte i grew up in raleigh okay so down the road yeah did you um what brought you to charlotte
1: um i was looking for a bigger pond Like, I felt like at the time, Charlotte's bar industry was growing a lot faster than Raleigh's. Okay. So, and there were a lot more job opportunities here, too.
0: Cool. And the last one is Legacy.
1: What do I want to leave behind? Yeah. Um, I want to leave behind... You could say, yeah, I want to leave behind, like, children of my own. Like, I want to leave behind a family. Mm -hmm. I want to leave behind the work that I've done to, like, make the community better, just kind of, like, make the world better.
0: Okay.
1: And I want to inspire the next generation of bartenders you know, like, maybe the bartender or a hire ends up being, like, somebody else's beverage director or something like that. Like, yes. that's important, yeah. And one more? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. That's a tough one.
0: I'm not sure. Can we skip that last one? Uh-uh. No, we gotta it's, do it. It's okay. the rules. <laughs> All right. One, that I made up. <laughs> okay. Okay. It could be something silly too, or like not that serious. Like someone was like, <laughs> "I want some. I want the to leave behind a really great jewelry collection. Like that's literally what said. <laughs> I thought it was really sweet. That's though. true.
1: Because yeah. like we're gonna leave belongings behind, right? Yeah. So I want to leave behind probably like some kind of badass car. Ooh, like right okay. now, I, I drive a Mustang. I'm not sure if I'm going
0: to have my Mustang by that day, but I'm okay. sure I'll still be pushing something nice. Okay. <laughs> nice. My partner is um, overseas <clears throat> and they're coming home soon, um, temporarily. And they have made a, uh, I guess it's not called a bucket list, but like a, I'm, I'm home for a temporary amount of time uh, list. And these are the things I want to do. And one of them is to rent a muscle car. And so, yeah, they're very excited about that. I don't know what kind of car it's gonna be, but I know it's gonna be loud because I know them. Yeah. (laughs) And they're like, yeah, and you wanna ride in the muscle car? And I'm like, I don't, I have a Hyundai and I really like it, (laughs) but yeah. (laughs) So, (laughs) the muscle car. And I also think and talk about cars all day at work, so. Most yeah. cars don't really impress me, but um okay, a badass car though. That's cool. Yeah. All right. All right, so now you can choose a number between one and eleven. Nine.
1: Nine.
0: Nine. All right. So every nine I'm going to eliminate and I'll tell you as I eliminate them, okay? Okay. Beach house. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> New York Okay Suburban house Okay Open a bar or restaurant Okay Barbados Um, Better world slash community. Oh shit! Brownstone city living. So for home building, we have mountain cabin. Okay. Family. So for legacy, we have. Oh nope, we're not ready yet. Ooh, I was close one. <laughs> Badass car. So for legacy, we have Inspire Future Bartenders. Cool. All right. Brandy Distillery. Men's Urban Wear Store. So having kids is what you have left. PR, so Charlotte. Okay, are you ready? All right. In Charlotte, you will live in a mountain cabin. (laughs) Um, You'll have kids in whatever capacity that means, and um, your legacy will be to inspire future bartenders. Wow. How's that feel? It
1: feels good, I can see that.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. That's stuff you can, you know, actively do. (laughs) Is it Everett with two Ts? Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Well, congratulations on your great future life. (laughs) Alrighty. And so now here's the part um, where you, if you have any advice that you'd like to share about literally anything, um, then floor is yours.
1: Um, I would say to anyone, just be yourself. Like, authentically whatever that looks like and you know like forget what anybody else says i think something that i've always struggled with is waiting to be invited to someone's table Mm -hmm. and sort of like seeking that validation but at some point i was like you know what i actually i don't care what other people think about me you know that's their prerogative i'm awesome and i love being me
0: that's awesome excuse me. That's fantastic. Thank you for that. Um, and finally, um, promotions. Tell us all the dope shit that you're doing because I love it. <laughs> I think it's great.
1: <laughs> cool. So um, Ev's Bez Mixology, that's where you guys can find me on Instagram. That's the name of the company. Um, so right now we're doing cocktail kits um, as well as I do pop-ups, and I've been doing private events, so birthdays, weddings, anniversaries, you name it, girls' night, I'll come through. I can do um, feature drinks for you, or if you want me to literally just pour your mixers, you know, whatever you're sipping on, I'm serving. In the near future, I am putting together a dinner series. There will be one per quarter, and uh, I won't give you too many spoilers, but it is the beginning steps of what will be the restaurant.
0: Wait, why won't you give us more spoilers? (laughs) (laughs) Because I gotta like keep your attention. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I mean, can like we get like like a sandwich or something that you're gonna make? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so um, the reason
1: why I'm choosing four a year is because each one will have a different theme. Each mm-hmm. one will center around um, a, a different cuisine, a different demographic, and will also be at a different restaurant that ties into whatever we're talking about that night.
0: Oh, that's cool. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Awesome. I'll give you a hint. I've been watching a lot of Carmen San Diego lately.
0: <laughs> okay. So the new one, cause I just found out there's a new one. Yeah. Okay. Is it good?
1: It's Okay. Like, I mean, of course the artistry is different because it's however many years later, they got a completely different person doing it. But like, it just also seemed a little more like childlike, like at least in the original they were teenagers. And I think this time they seem more like grade school level, Okay, like it more centers like on Carmen's background and where she comes from and not necessarily so much like the adventures that she goes on with the two teenagers. Yeah.
0: So uh, maybe this is a ridiculous question, but like, is Carmen Sandiego a lesbian? Because I'm getting like very strong like lesbian vibes, but it might have just been that I had a crush on her when I was a kid. I don't know, but doesn't she seem like a little bit gay? Right? That's a great question. I never thought about it like
1: that. It could. I mean, she's
0: fully a cartoon. I just I don't know why like my entire life like before I knew what gay was I was like I feel like Carmen is just like I don't know different
1: she was wearing that trench coat
0: it was the yeah. trench coat for me yeah yeah that's uh, a <laughs> young queer <class. laughs> just, I don't know just the random the random um, characters that I had like, I didn't even watch that show like I didn't even watch Carmen Sandiego but I was just like She's a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just always forever making like anything a lesbian though.
1: That's
0: okay. Yeah. Um, probably everything's gay, but um, okay. Sounds good. Well, that sounds really fascinating though about um, the dinner series. Do you have a particular like date that you're planning on rolling it out?
1: Yeah. I really want the first one to launch this fall. Okay. And the reason for that is because they all have a different theme. I felt like, the fall, um, dinner, um, event is the best way to kick off the series. Like I was like, if I'm going to, when I started, it it needs to start with this one. Okay. Um, Um,
0: all that information is going to be on your Instagram. Is that right?
1: Yeah. It's going to be on my Instagram. Like basically all four of the dinner series are going to come from like a different geographical location. Yeah. So the first one is called motherland and we're going to focus on, um, West African and Ethiopian cuisine as well as beverages. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, like fall motherland, it it feels good. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I was
0: like, yeah. So, um, I know that obviously that you, um, craft beverages, but do you, are you also like a cook? Will will you be the one who's like making the food or I know you said that you're going to be at restaurants, but.
1: Yeah. I'm going to have an executive chef if you will. So, this person will, I guess, like, on the food side will be, like, comparatively where I'm at with the drinks. Like, they'll be in charge of okay. doing doing the entire food program and then have someone, like, each one we're also going to rotate. Whomever, I guess, like, the Sioux would be or maybe, like, my bar lead will have, like, a second-in-command kind of thing that that person is also on the menu mm-hmm. and telling their story and getting a chance to, like, do their drinks or do their food. yeah.
0: Okay, that sounds really awesome. I'm excited about that. Yeah. Um, I look forward to supporting that. Okay, is there anything else that you're, what that you're doing?
1: <laughs> that is all that's on my plate right now.
0: <laughs> okay, that's a lot, that's a lot. I'm like, more, more! But that's a lot. That sounds really cool, though. So tell us again um, where we can find you on social media.
1: Yeah, everybody can find me on Instagram at evsbevsmixology.
0: Okay, eb. EV. B E V S mixology,
1: yeah, so it's like EVS E V S, beves like beverages, okay. B E V S mixology,
0: excellent, excellent, and I'll post that, um, in the whatchamacallit, so they'll be able to just kind of click and go to it, okay. Cool, well, thank you so much, Everett, for being on this podcast, for sharing your Sagittarius, your Scorpio. Um, wisdom that's really uh, appreciated, and um, and also just being like um, this sounds really corny, but like representation does matter. And so being um, a part of like the queer black community in Charlotte, and like being a part of like a scene that is really. Um, I don't know. Sometimes the vibes are the vibes, you know, um, but it's kind of sometimes tough to be um, a face for. So I appreciate that. And um, y'all can follow um, Namashe podcast at Namashe podcast on Instagram in a M-A-S-E. Podcast. Um, I, in the near future, when my back is not uh, in such a fucked up condition, will be rolling out a Patreon um, where I have um, yoga and food recipes and herbal blends um, that I want to share with y'all. And I try to make it as accessible as possible, price wise. Um, so you can follow me um, on my podcast, Instagram. And um yeah, I appreciate y'all. So um Namaste and ashe, y'all
1: Yeah.